All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. going on everybody how you doing it's the infinite fringe live right here on aftermath.fm and anywhere you can find the finest of podcasts my name is billy ray valentine coming to you from the south bronx ladies and gents hope everybody's doing well greetings and blessings you can be anywhere else in the world but you're here with me right now and i very much appreciate it what's up what's up so special guest this week my dude gareth ike is here ladies and gents all the way from the uk What's going on, sir? Greetings and blessings to you. It's not your first time here, so I can't say it's your maiden voyage, but uh, thank you for coming back and talking to me, making a little bit of time for little old Billy Ray Valentine. Thank you, buddy. How you doing? What's going on? Uh, I'm good, thanks, mate. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be back. Uh, I'm all up for chatting. Yeah, yeah, love it. So, so what's going on with you? Listen, I, I want to talk to you about what you think is, is uh, most important right now with all the crap that's going on in the world, right? Like. 2020's gone, but it, you know, it's it's not like it's getting any better, to be honest, right? Things are opening up, quote unquote, but not necessarily uh, to our advantage, right? There's these vaccine passports and you have to be vaccinated in order to get into a concert. You know, it's crazy. Tell me a little bit about, about how things are in the UK, but you, I want you to tell me what you think is most important right now in the current uh, uh, world uh, scene. What you think is is the, the the biggest thing that we should be concentrating on in order to make some headway and try to clear a road for ourselves and, and you know try to preserve our humanity? Go ahead, sir. Well, family is the first first and most important thing. I think right. I think to be honest, uh, stop asking people for freedom um, and kind of acknowledge the fact that you are freedom. Just inherently, that's what you are. Um, I think that's something that's been a problem for the last 18 months almost is mm. we're always looking for someone else outside, you know, oh, please, can we open up? Can I open my shop, please? Can I do this, please? Can I do right. that, please? And you're, you're asking people to give you freedom back. It's like it's, they, they didn't take your freedoms. You gave it to them. Um, and, and instead of asking for it back, just accept that you are freedom and, 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 and act accordingly. Um, because, I mean, the UK is crazy, mate. I don't know mm. if you've seen some of the stuff that's gone through this week. It's just crazy now. Um, so what happened now, this week? Well, they passed a law yesterday, um, 319 MPs to 260-something, I think it was. Um, so 319 fascists, basically, have now mandated vaccinations for mm. healthcare workers. So, they've, got, so you've got, they've now got 16 weeks. They get double jabbed in 16 weeks or they're out of a job. Yeah. Um, which, which, you know, the, the healthcare sector, sector can't cope with that anyway. Mm. Um, there's about 1.5 million 
people work in the in um, in the care home sector and a lot of them are double shifting and they've got temps and stuff like that so if you lose say five percent of them go do you know what screw you i'm off yeah the whole the whole thing would collapse which then means that people aren't getting care um so that's crazy and then we're supposed to open up here on monday so july 19th is freedom day Woohoo! and um <laughs> But they were never gonna. They were never gonna sort of. This is the whole point I was making originally. Like these people are never gonna take freedoms, then give back freedoms. That's right. not how life works, you know. Like I'll rob all your podcast equipment and then I'll bring it back tomorrow. Well, that's not. It's not how it works. Um, <laughs> and so when they started talking about this Freedom Day, it was kind of like I. I completely ignored it. I'll just do what I want when I want anyway, and I, yeah. I always have done. Um, but they're now then saying off the back of the Freedom Day that, oh, yeah, we can reopen venues. We can reopen bars and restaurants and clubs and nightclubs and football clubs and all this thing. But we advise these venues to have COVID passport certification. Yeah. So then two of the major um, uh, nightclub companies that own like lots of big nightclubs across the UK, two of the main um nightclub um companies have come out saying well we're not having it we're not mm. having covid certification at our venues so we're open to everyone fantastic yeah so that's what most people thought you know oh yeah that's fantastic so then the government went oh okay well we might have to rethink this then it's right okay so you're going to mandate it then so what you wanted is you wanted the venues to say yeah we'll have covid certification so that when people kicked off they're kicking off at the venue rather than at the government mm. um and now these venues are saying well we we're not going to do it now the government's going ah well, we want you to do it. So we're obviously going to try and make that law. So um, it's very interesting at the minute in the UK because they're doing all of this by stealth. Yeah. So yesterday's snap vote on the um, care home workers being mandated vaccines, it wasn't publicised. It wasn't publicised at all. It wasn't in any newspaper, any television bulletin. It was nowhere. And it was only a few people like Save Our Rights UK, like Big Brother Watch and people like that that obviously they study on the daily exactly what is going on in the house of commons that day or that week or whatever. So they spotted it and were like, hang on. Whoa, whoa, this hasn't been announced. They're voting tomorrow morning on this. So then they were then trying to go out to lots and lots of people and say, look, write to your MP, do this, do that. You know, mm. now, writing to your MP is a waste of time because they're all bastards. But I kind of made a point of writing to, to one, not that I thought they would change their mind. Right just to make a point. So I wrote to my local MP saying, basically, I assume you're going to vote in favor of it. And he came back saying, yes, I am. And X, Y, and Z is why. So I said, that's fine. Okay, then. So because it's an untested experimental treatment where the trials don't even end, you know, short-term trials don't even end until the end of 2023. So what happens at the end of 2033 to these people? You don't know. You haven't got a clue. Like you right. don't know, but you're mandating it. And so they're going to lose their, their livelihoods, abilities to feed their family and stuff, unless they take it. So I said to him, I was like, you're accountable now. You're voting for that. That's fine. But when there are, you know, adverse reactions and, and all these things come out 10, 15, 20 years time, I won't forget. Right. And no, and, and, and we won't forget, you know, who you are and you'll be held accountable. And he's not replied to that one. Um, but I just made a point. I just wanted to say that. And I, I wasn't meaning it in a threatening way. It was just, I think people need to realize that governments, vaccine centers, test centers, all these places, you know, shops that insist kids wear masks, schools that insist kids wear masks for right, right, right. a day at school, little kids as well, that 
they shouldn't be allowed to, you know, almost in a Nuremberg way say, oh, I was just following orders. I was just doing what Fauci said. I was just doing what Matt Hancock said. It's like, that's no, that doesn't cut it. You need right. to be held accountable on a personal level. You've made me do this. And so anything that happens as a result of me doing what you've made me do is going to come back on you. Right. Um, and I think that's what people need to do. I know in Austria, um, a friend of mine, Stephen Weibrow, they've been doing that a lot. They've been holding police and MPs accountable and they, they don't like it. They mm. don't like it at all um, because they just want to sort of be able to get away with doing stuff and then say, oh, it wasn't me. I was just following orders and whatever. And, you know, we, we heard that in Nazi Germany. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. No, no, no. It's, it, it's a very complicated situation, right? Like um, a, a lot of what you're saying mirrors what's going on over here, right? And um, uh, what they're saying now is unvaccinated kids uh, who go to school have to wear a mask 24-7 when they're in the building. And eventually, if it hasn't already, um, I've been keeping up with it, but uh, if eventually they're just going to say unvaccinated kids cannot come to school. I live in New York and uh, Andrew Cuomo is a, is a gigantic piece of filth. And, and uh, he um, he mandated, you know, a, a bunch of other stuff. He, he outlawed re uh, religious exceptions to vaccines, you know, in, in order for you to be there. So this covid vaccine is going to be a thing uh, for New Yorkers altogether. Right. And I'm not trying to stick my kids with this thing. Right. There's already things. Um, um, there's some already some some reports that uh, a child's hearts are affected, you know, some conditions that are coming out like an inflamed heart, like, you know, and um, that's an issue. You know, like, why would I want to give my kids something like that? Not to mention that they're the least affected by this, by their own statistics. Right. So if we're if we're to believe their statistics, why are you mandating this thing on 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 our kids? You know, and, and um, regardless of that, uh, in order to get into work you know, you have to take this thing. My wife, um, who, you know, she, she shares a lot of the same beliefs that I do, but she's not uh, as, you know, as a, as a, as a bull. Uh, she is a bull in, on many things, in particular when it comes to the kids. That's why the kids aren't vaccinated. It's because of my wife, you know, um, so there's that. But she went ahead and got this thing because um, she couldn't go to work otherwise. You know, they told her you cannot come back into the building if you do not take this vaccine. And um, we're not in a position where um, where we can survive without her income. Right. I mean, we can, I guess, but uh, at a huge downgrade, I don't know what would happen. Right. So um, so she went ahead and took it. She was fine with it. She got sick, you know, and then and then I don't I don't know if you've seen this magnet challenge on the Internet. I thought yeah. it was nonsense until she freaking did it. Well, one of my friends did it, but then she did it in front of my face. Um, and, uh, and it worked. It, it, she, she literally was able to stick this phone on her arm. And I was like, oh my God, it's the real deal. And then I tried to do it and it fell right off. I am not vaccinated. I don't plan on getting vaccinated, right? But, um, but people are having a, a virtual gun put to their head with this, you know, because... They're telling you you can't make a living until you get this or, or you can't go to enjoy yourself. You can't go fly. I can't go fly and see Gareth Ike in the UK unless I get this right is what this is going to happen at some point. Right. I, I can't go to a to a concert, you know, and enjoy myself unless I get this. You know, the, the Foo Fighters were here in uh, in, uh, in um, Madison Square Garden to open up. Right. I'm not a fan of the Foo Fighters, but my friends are, you know, and they hit me up and they're like, yo, you want to come out and see the Foo Fighters with us? I'm like, no. 
I'm not a fan for one, but second, I'm like, I'm not taking this vaccine to go see the freaking Foo Fighters. And this is, this is how they're incentivizing people to take it. Like, you know, you can come in and see the Foo Fighters or you can get a donut or you can have a, a sweatshirt. Like they're really, it sounds ridiculous, but that's what they're doing, Gareth. Thoughts on that, yeah. sir? I've seen that a lot, you know, fry and chip, um, your burger and chips as well, burger and fries. I think um, it's, it's got to a point now. So obviously we've had, we have different views and, and that's what, I mean, when we were talking before, mm-hmm. I personally think now, like you've got obviously people that believe there's a virus, people that believe there isn't people that believe it came out of a, uh, a Wuhan that, lab right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're at a point with, with the deaths, with the official statistics right. of the deaths. right which are insane anyway, in the sense that if you die within 28 days of a positive test of anything, then that's COVID. That in itself is crazy. That's never happened before in the history of humanity. But even if you believe all the statistics, the levels are so ridiculously low that that this doesn't make sense. Right. So it's kind of, for me, it's got to a point now, I've got friends that believe it. I've got friends that don't. I've got friends that believe in the Wuhan lab. We all now are on the same page of actually, that doesn't actually matter. That sort of bit is largely irrelevant. That's kind of just arguing about the tiny crumbs in the bottom of the crisp packet. The, the actual big thing is, this doesn't make sense. Why have you got, you know, Cuomo tucking into to fries and burger to try and get people... <laughs> to take an experimental treatment right. that's never been used on humans before the mRNA technology right. um, for something that if you're under 70 off their stats, you've got a 0.004% chance of dying off. Right. It doesn't make sense. And, and the other thing as well is, is how science has just changed. So you've got to follow the science. So the science before was you would have a, a vaccine for a particular virus or illness and variants of that virus would appear to get around the vaccine to try and beat the vaccine. So that's why you need a flu shot every year. And they update the flu shot because these variants appear to get round to the vaccine. So actually it's the vaccine that creates the variants all of a sudden in this. And I keep, you know, when you hear a term and you hear it everywhere, like the new normal, right. Build back, build back better. Mm-hmm. You hear this term and, and they come out of everyone's mouth and you're like, right. Someone's released a script here. haven't they? Of course. Right. Yeah. But what I keep hearing with the variants is unvaccinated people are a Petri dish for new mm-hmm. variants, right? That's all I keep hearing, Petri dish, that term. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so up until 18 months ago, that was literally the opposite of the science. Mm-hmm. The, the unvaccinated people weren't a Petri dish for anything. The variants are created to get around the vaccine, right? Right. So that was accepted science for, for decades. And now all of a sudden <laughs> they want everyone. No, no, we'll just flip it. We'll just change it. Can you right. delete that? Can you delete that off the website where it said, it? Can you delete it? <laughs> and, and that's happened throughout this, you know, the definition of um, herd immunity yeah. that's been changed. Herd immunity was an illness goes through a certain amount of the population. They have it, they develop antibodies. You've got herd immunity. That's been that for since the dawn of time. Right. And then now at the start of this, the World Health Organization changed the definition to when a certain percentage of the population is vaccinated. So, okay, so natural immunity doesn't exist anymore then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've literally done away with it. And I don't know if it's the same there. I'm sure it is. But in the UK, any face, so any TV doctor, which I swear they're not real doctors. I swear they just get like, they get called a doctor, like Dr. Pepper's a doctor or Dr. Peanut's a doctor. Um, (laughs) But but they, they all, they all have financial ties to pharmaceutical companies or to the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, or, you know, they're, they're all tied in every single one of them. And they, the the guy here, Dr. Hillary is called, he's he's known as Dr. Shillery. 
um, <laughs> amongst most people. But he came on, right? And he said that the vaccine adverse reactions, so not deaths, but ac- adverse reactions in the UK were one in 500,000. Right, mm. So one and a half a million. The actual figure is one in 77. From that their that, own that makes a lot more sense to me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From their own stats, it's one in 77. So he's come out and said it's one and a half a million. Okay, so are we going to get, are we going to have some regulator get involved with that? Um, he also said that mRNA technology isn't new and that that's fake news. And that actually mRNA technology has been used successfully for coronavirus and flu vaccines in the past, right? One, there's never been a coronavirus vaccine. That's literally never existed before. Right. And secondly, mRNA technology has never been used on humans before. But again, is he regulated? Is he fucked? Is he fucked? <laughs> but if I say, but, but I got fact-checked by Instagram for saying that vitamin D would be good to boost your immune system, which is just fact. But do you know what I mean? But he can go on national television, and I'm sure it's the same in the United States, and just spout lies. And, and, and what's so sad is that people will go away from that and go, nah, 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 it's one and a half a million. Nah. And they've used this technology loads of times before. It was, it was, there was a doctor who was talking about it. And yeah. they just take that as fact. And because people sadly trust people with titles. Right, right, right. And I think I think what they've done there, right, is um, is uh, well, completely lie, right, about the vaccine adverse reactions, right? That's just a complete lie. What they've done here, with I think it's the verse or, or the vars, I forget, I, I can't pronounce it properly, a, a system where we report adverse reactions to vaccines. Um, what they've done here is say, um, because there's a ton of 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 people reporting adverse reactions more than ever before, like it's ridiculous, right? And uh, and uh, what they're saying here to combat it is saying, well, yeah, a bunch of stuff is being reported, but that doesn't mean it's linked to the vaccine. All that means is that things are and, and technically they're right. But uh, the, the 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 difference of of scale of what's being reported with this vaccine to other vaccines is just off the scale. Right. So he's like uh, they say, well, you know, ultimately. What's being reported doesn't necessarily mean that it's linked to the vaccine because it's just people reporting um, their issues. But these people have gotten these issues after taking the vaccine and they're not taking that seriously. They're not. They're just trying to find a way to brush it to the side. So they use the technicality and they say, well, you know, we don't know. We, we have no idea. And they say it's a false claim. That that um that the vaccine is causing all of this stuff. It's a false claim, and and really they don't give any any proof to back up what they're saying. All they're saying is that what's being reported into the system doesn't necessarily mean that um that it's an adverse reaction caused from the COVID vaccine. And technically they're right, but second they're not paying attention or they're not giving any credence to all the people that are like, dude, I have an issue after taking this vaccine. Do something about it. Let's investigate it. Let's look into it. They don't want to do that whatsoever. Right. And from what I understand with the with the mRNA tech, it is old, but it's never been used for for vaccines. You know, so it's it's like uh, as far as I know, anyway, you know, um, I know it's been used before and how old it is. I don't freaking know, maybe 10, 15 years or something like that. But it's, it's never been used for a vaccine. You know, and that's the technicality. They'll use it to be like, yeah, of course, it's all this technology has been around for however long. Yeah, but they don't specify, right? That, that, that it's, that it's the, the vaccine uh, uh, aspect of, M- of mRNA, you know, that, that has never been used before. This is new. It's completely and totally experimental. And like you alluded to earlier, like not, not alluded, you said, you know, um, we are the experiment. We are the guinea pigs right now. 
They're experimenting this stuff on us. You know, they're, they're, they're tracking what happens to us because they have no freaking idea. Or, or maybe they're doing this maliciously. Maybe it's on purpose on the higher levels. I can't rule that out, Garrett. As much as I would want to, you know, I, I want to I say that things are on the up and up and they came up with this thing and they're putting it into people and they're, you know, doing it out of desperation. Ultimately, I don't believe that because like you said also, um, the stats, their own stats, don't, don't provide enough rationale to do what they're doing with this vaccine. Because the, the, the kill rate on this thing is not, you know, it's, what is it, 99.9 that people survive or something? Like, it, it's something ridiculous like that. So yeah. why are you, why do you want to vaccinate the entire world? And, and to that point, Gareth, we, we've been talking about this for quite some time in the alternative media. I know you're fully aware, and anybody listening is completely aware um, about the mass vaccination of the planet. You know, and, and I, I never knew how it would come about. And boom, this is how they're doing it. It's happening. So regardless, uh, you know, whether we're tinfoil hat wearing crazy people or we're just people with open minds, we've been calling something like this for a long time. And now it's here. They're openly saying they want to vaccinate the entire freaking planet. Why do you think that is? Multiple reasons. I I sadly think depopulation is part of it. Right. I mean, it is mad to go back to the bit where you were saying about, you know, mRNA technology has been used in different ways, but it's mm-hmm. never been used in a vaccine. It's like right. it's like saying, well, we've had the internal combustion engine for, for decades. Right, right. It's like, yeah, but never in a toaster. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't know if that's safe or not. It's going to blow my <laughs> kitchen up. It's madness. And, and right. the other thing as well with it, like, why would you why would you bring in a new technology? So you've got this virus that's going around. Right. So so if you've isolated it, which they've not, but if you've sh- uh, shown it take a bit of that virus then and build a vaccine out of it. Cause that's what you do with all other vaccines. You mm-hmm. take a little bit of it, which you then introduce to the body. The, the body then has an immune response, which fights against that. So that mm-hmm. when you come into touch with it again, your body knows what to do. That's the premise of a vaccine always has been. Um, and all of a sudden now, Oh no, no, we need technology. We need a, a messenger RNA going in with specific spike proteins. And it's just like, okay, is there a reason that you need that? Is there a reason we need to, to try out something brand new on the entire population and sack people from their jobs if they're a little bit apprehensive about it? I mean, that's just that's just insanity. Why? If there's a virus going around, okay, you take a vaccine so you're safe. If I take a, don't take one, I'm not safe, then more for me. Right. I'll, I'll get ill, I'll go to hospital, but that's fine. I pay my taxes, so I pay for my healthcare. So mm-hmm. that's fine. So you can just laugh at me when I'm dead. Right. You know what I mean, it's fine. Not a problem. Right. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my body, my choice doesn't exist. It only exists for abortions now. It doesn't right. exist for anything else, right. um, which is extraordinary. And what's crazy as well, and this was a conversation I had with the ladies, is it's like the level of idiocy goes goes into the medical in- industry as well and goes into the care industry. So all of a sudden, if you hear from a doctor or a nurse or a surgeon, then they must be right just full stop, they must be right. So to counteract that, I was making a point where I was talking about this healthcare bill that they've now passed yesterday, that this was coming and this was outrageous. And I knew lots of people that work in care homes, my sister-in-law is one of them, who doesn't want this, but is gonna lose their job. You know, this is outrageous. And so a lady quoted that tweet and she said, when I is in my first year of um, nursing school, 
in mm. 19 in 1990 i think it was or 1991 she said we had to have the hepatitis b you know vaccine blah blah or we couldn't carry on so i was like okay well i don't agree actually that you had to have that i don't think anyone should have to have any medical treatment that they don't want but right. as a segue i was like okay so that vaccine was invented and had gone through its clinical trials full clinical trials and then was released onto the market 10 years before you took it right I don't see that as comparable, if I'm honest. And so then she replied saying, well, so what? What difference does it make? I was like, right. Well, once gone through all its trials, had all its trials, then it's had 10 years on the market. Then you've had it. One has literally just come out and it's still in its clinical trials. And it's a brand new technology that's never been used on humans before. The two are not the same. Right. And she replied, bear in mind, this is a nurse, right? She replied saying mRNA technology has been used for years in vaccines. COVID vaccines have been around for decades and all they did, (laughs) right? Honestly, I couldn't believe what I was reading. All they did, all they did was tweak it for COVID, right? And I was literally like, I can't even reply to her because I've got, because I don't know what to do with that. But what's, what's frustrating me is the lack of informed consent. So she she believes that despite right. being completely wrong on every conceivable level she believes that so she's a nurse she's been a nurse for i don't know well what 1991 or whatever do you know what i mean she's been a, a nurse for 30 years yeah so she will be having those conversations with people at bus stops and in cafes and on facebook groups and people will go oh i believe it i yeah right oh see i was really apprehensive but i was speaking to this nurse and she said do you know what i mean so then people will go out and get it based yeah. on absolute bollocks right, right and it and i find it so frustrating that there's no informed consent like i've had eight surgeries in my life some quite complex some piece of cake broken leg put that together stick him on a conveyor belt out but every single one of them i was sat down and spoken through everything that could happen right and these are like 0.0 something percent chance of this happening of this blood clot forming of this happening of this infection the and i remember every single time well about six of the times the first two i was tiny it was a baby but surgery on my eyes but the six where i was compass mentis, you know i remember sitting there with the surgeon like jesus i thought this was a simple op <laughs> like <laughs> I, i'm i'm petrified now do i even right. need this can i walk around <laughs> can i walk around with a broken leg will anyone notice you know, and it it made me like Jesus, man. Right. But he's like, no, but I have to do this by law. You have to know, you have to know, even though the percentage chances of this happening is pointlessly small. Right. You need to be told. And I'm like, okay. And then you sign your consent, and you go in and you have the op. And thank God they they were small chances, and nothing happened. We're I was good. fine. Right. Why does that not apply to the vaccine? Mm-mm. You know, I sit down there, I've got my arm out, what are the chances? Well, there is a small percentage chance. It's this percentage chance or that percentage chance that this could happen. And then I go, okay, I like those odds. Go on, whack it in me. Yeah. Or I go, I don't I don't I'm like good. those odds because yeah. I have a 0.004% chance of dying of COVID. Those percentages of damages from the vaccine are actually higher for me personally. So I, oh, I'll decline. Thank you very much. Have a great yeah. day. I'm off to the pub. Oh no, you're not, because you need a fucking passport to get in there. Yeah. And and that must be. I don't know how that's not more alarming to people that that's how far we've come from three weeks to flatten the curve. We've come to the point where you can't in 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 France now. You're not allowed into a cafe. Right, Macron. Right. He's a psycho anyway. But yeah, he is. He's out of his but, but but in the small print of that, he uh, that's for anyone over twelve. 
So that's 13, 14 year old children <laughs> yeah. that aren't allowed into cafes. Or restaurants. I mean, yeah, or restaurants like, or right. libraries or anything like that. Incredible. Unless, unless you've had it. I mean, this is mad. Yeah, it's craziness. It's madness altogether, you know, and it, and it goes back to a, a, a deeper a deeper situation that we've been dealing with for a long time. And that's uh, the conditioning of the mind. We're, we're, we're conditioned to believe certain people without asking any questions of them, uh, like nurses, like doctors. And I'm talking in, in, in a general scale here. And I'm, I know there are people that do like, like, like you, you know, and your dad and uh, people that are listening to this show right now, you know, that, that will question, but we are in a minority. You know, the majority of people just believe. And that goes with nurses and doctors just because they're nurses, just because they're doctors doesn't mean that they're any smarter than you, to be honest. And nine times out of 10, some of them, of course, are right. Uh, brain surgery is exactly that. It's brain surgery. Right. So so you need to know a certain amount of things. And, and a lot of these doctors are very well-meaning, in my opinion. They just don't know and they trust. So they're handed information and they trust that information. And then they go ahead and regurgitate the information to their patients. But sometimes, like, like, uh, like the lady that you were talking about, that's just completely wrong. I don't know where she read any of that. I don't know where she came up with it. But it's just totally wrong. But like you said, people will believe her because of what she said. You know, because of what, no, because of what she is, right? She's a nurse. So she's saying that, that, uh, this vaccine, uh, you know, it's not the first uh, COVID vaccine and they've done this before. That, that's that's nonsense, right? The first the uh, SARS COVID one, right? The first SARS virus or whatever um, still don't have a vaccine for it. And they don't care. They're not trying to develop one. Right. What, what, what I want to introduce to you, I, I had a, a gentleman on my show named Mark Hulak from Houstonic Live. Um, shouts to him. And he's been doing research on this, right, on this vaccine and all of that. And he has a theory that they were coming up with, and this is Moderna. What Moderna does is specialize in mRNA. That's their thing, right? Um, so uh, Moderna was uh, coming up with a vaccine for HIV. And it was an mRNA HIV vaccine. Fauci was involved. You know, um, tons of doctors were involved that are, Actually, the same doctors are involved with the SARS COVID uh, two with the with the COVID nineteen vaccine. It's the same people, right? And he has a theory that the HIV vaccine, which is the next step for Moderna, they've already announced it. They're coming out with an HIV mRNA vaccine, right? So before um, COVID hit, they were working on this thing. He thinks that vaccine was repurposed into the COVID vaccine because they have the same spike protein. There's a lot of similarities there. Not to mention, I don't know if you remember, but in Australia, uh, people were testing positive for HIV after taking the vaccine. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? They didn't have HIV, they were testing positive for it. And it was the similarities between the two viruses. And even if, if you, um, I remember Alex Jones reporting, I don't know how, how factual this is, but uh, I remember him reporting that the, vax, the, the virus itself had components of HIV in it. If it was, it was a Frankenstein virus that was put together in a lab, according to their theory, and it had components of HIV in it. You know, so uh, um, this is a thing um, that, that we should be looking into just a little bit more. 
what do you think of that possibility? I, I know you probably haven't heard this this research before, so I'm putting you on the spot because I only heard it from Mark. You know, but um, what do you think of that? Well, Moderna is a strange one because they've never had a product on the market, right? And so their their kind of arrival into the game, I found odd. Mm-hmm. I have to say because you know you got Johnson and they got twenty five million dollars from DARPA early on. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. Well, that's that's alarming in itself. If anything involved DARPA, I'm, I'm instantly suspicious. Right. Um, I mean, the HIV thing is a strange one anyway, because obviously, if you remember the the, the Kerry Mullis interviews where he's, you know, who, who invented the PCR test, where he's explaining the fact that there's no evidence that HIV causes AIDS. Yes. And there never has been. Right. Um, and no one can supply any evidence that it does. Um, so so that's kind of HIV and uh, is an interesting subject anyway. Um, the idea that they, you know, w- would would use similar spike proteins and stuff like that that would show up as HIV positive, that doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock mm. me in the slightest. I think when you're messing around with stuff that, I was going to say that people don't understand. People like me and you would struggle to understand. I think right, they know. Right. I think I think they know exactly what they're doing. Oh, yeah. uh, when, I, when I say it's experimental, I think it's experimental for us. I don't think they're, necessarily experimental i think they know exactly what they're doing which is you know, probably quite dark and sinister but um but can't i don't rule know it enough. Out, no i can't rule it out no and mm-hmm. I, I don't know enough about that but i'd like to look into it if you could send me the link to that guy oh absolutely man i'll send you the link i'll yeah. hook you up with mark if you want he's fantastic yeah. and uh, that'd be and, great uh, it's incredible research that he's doing over there it's actually kind of dangerous you know like even if he's right or wrong it's dangerous research he's digging into something that uh you know a lot of very powerful people are involved in you know, and yeah. uh, and Fauci, for one, was in the middle of this whole thing. He was in the middle of the HIV thing, you know, yeah. um, uh, back in the day. And, and you know, there's a lot of people that 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 uh, that claim that, you know, HIV has nothing to do with AIDS and they've never proved it and all that other stuff. I, I, I don't know. I can't get into that. Like, I, I've known people that have died of, of, of AIDS. Right. But um, I, I don't know uh, the specifics of what a virus will do or the, all this other stuff. I, I just don't know. But I'm uh, interested in listening to it at the very least. And I remember that Kerry Mullis interview uh, when he was saying uh, that about HIV. Listen, but he, uh, he hates Fauci, doesn't he? Oh, my God. He hated like, Fauci, right? He yeah. hated, hated Fauci. <laughs> the Fauci was just a fraud and and was basically just manipulating and using HIV basically to just make himself a multimillionaire. Right, right. Um, it's interesting. Like, I always think, you know, and maybe this is the rabbit hole or whatever, but, but Kerry Mullis dying in November 2019 is... Very, very convenient. Yeah, for, for me because everything relies on the PCR test. Absolutely everything relies on it. So yeah. in the in the UK at the minute, you've got no one's dying, no one dies in the summer here. Everyone gets it because they start mass testing throughout the summer. Happened exactly the same last year. So they mass test, mass test. Look how many cases we've got. Look how many cases we've got. Look how many cases we've got. What's funny is seventy-five, just below seventy-five percent of all the new positive cases. A double jabbed so that's interesting jesus so the vaccine's going well then but you have right. to get it or you get sacked <laughs> but but no one's dying no. you know no one's dying like i've got mates that are just like, oh i've got pinged positive and i've got to sit around like nothing wrong with me it's got to sit around for 10 days can't do it but no one dies yeah but but the pcr test gives you the cases that gives you the numbers that keeps the fear going keeps the fear going oh no numbers are rising oh my god we can't open up your business we can't let you have your lives back because cases are rising so yeah but no one's dying yeah. no one's dying no one, there's no hospitalizations and then and then what that does that holding position goes to about september 
then the respiratory illnesses kick back in again. They go up about 88% that time of year. Um, you know, your flus and pneumonias come back. Then all of a sudden, bang, everyone's dying of COVID again. And it's everything, everything is from that PCR test. And I don't think that if he was still alive, they'd be getting away with it because he would openly be calling it out as he did before he died of the fact that it's not a diagnostic tool and it shouldn't be used like that. Yeah, you know, um, there's a lot of debate on that. Like I, I talked to Neil Sanders, shouts to Neil. And uh, Neil has a completely different view on, uh, on that, on what, on what Curry Mullis actually said. You know, and, and I actually had a conversation with your dad um, not too long ago. And, and, uh, and uh, uh, some, of the, um, what, some of the quotes that, that have been attributed to Curry Mullis actually didn't come from Curry Mullis. They came from somebody else. You know, and, and so there's been some type of mix up. I'd love to have him alive right now, right? Because regardless of, of, uh, of what's being said about uh, the PCR test, whether it works or it doesn't work, I've seen enough in my, in, with my eyes and you know, in my ears, I've heard enough of craziness going on with this, with this test, right? Like some people test positive, then they'll test negative right afterwards. I, I know this, I know people that, have, that this has happened to. You know, or, or they they test negative and then they test positive. I actually have a a good friend right now that uh, his mom was admitted into the hospital and she was negative, and then like hours later she was positive, and then they couldn't see her anymore, and that's it. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of questions to ask, a lot of places to dig with this. It's it's very we we don't know, we just don't know what's going on, and I think to a certain degree you're right. I think they know what's going on to a certain degree. I don't think they know what will happen to us. I think they're testing this on us. I think they're jabbing us with this thing and they have a reasonable idea of what's going to happen, but they want to see how it manifests and they're going to track this over years. And that's why they want to keep giving us this vaccine. That's just me. That's just my opinion. I have no idea. But to, what, be, to be honest, like people might listen to that Billy, and just say, oh, you know, but that sounds like too far-fetched. And I would say to people that in the 1960s, the UK government released anthrax into the London underground Disgusting. to see what would happen, right? That's what I mean. Right. Uh, in the 1940s, they were um, cloud seeding. Um, bear in mind, you know, geoengineering is a conspiracy theory, I think. But in the, 19, <laughs> in the 1940s, they were, they, were, uh, they were cloud seeding. Mm -hmm. And they created floods um, down, I think, I think it was Cornwall or, or Devon, down that neck of the woods, down on the south coast of the UK that killed about 65 people. Um, and that was then. That's yeah. what these people were doing to see what would happen then. Um, so the idea that you would test the technology on people and see what happens is, that's not, that's not weird to me when you know that these people were chucking anthrax into the London right. underground in the 60s right. to see what would happen. You know, when it, when it comes to the test, even, you know, I, I understand that issue with, the, with the, um, some of the things he said not being attributed to him. Mm -hmm. And there was a Reuters fact check on that. But if you actually read it, it's, it's a, a bit of a misnomer, really. So what the Reuters fact check says is that Carrie Mullis didn't say this in this interview blah 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 and if you actually read the article it then says he said it when speaking to someone else so actually they're not saying he didn't say it they're saying he didn't say it in the context or the place that he was meant to have said it which just seems a very clever way to make something fake news um because they just pick on a tiny bit of it as a being inaccurate as opposed to him actually saying it um but even even without that you've you've got the british medical journal which is supposedly the you know the absolute 
bastion of, of knowledge when it comes on all subjects medical. They say 23 cycles, that you shouldn't be using anything above 23 cycles of a PCR test because yeah. once you go beyond that, you, you're, you start getting into the territory um, of, you know, just waste and leftover bits of cell and X, Y, and Z, and it just picks up loads of stuff. Fauci said 35 cycles, anything above 35 cycles is a waste of time and should never be used. The NHS in the UK has been using 45 cycles since the beginning. Yeah. So that's just madness. And, you know, it's funny because I heard um, an interview with someone that was saying that they had been told, it was very much a kind of my best friend's uncle's milkman says. So, you know, take that with a pinch of salt. But they said that, that <laughs> a series, a number of the tests were already predetermined. Mm. Um, which then kind of made me think, I was thinking, I remember the first 100,000 tests that arrived in the UK were all positive and contaminated. And so they had to be thrown away. And I remember thinking, but how's that happened? Right. Like, how have you got 100,000 tests all, all positively contaminated with COVID-19? That doesn't make any sense. How did that happen? Someone drop it. Um, but obviously someone's found one, tested one and gone, well, are they, and they they're all contaminated. Right. And, and my, um, my wife is, well, she, she's now at home, obviously, because she's about to give birth, but she was a teacher right up until the start of this. And so when they were doing the tests, she was luckily just leaving teaching and obviously all her best friends really are still teachers. And so they were having to go and get tests. Now they get given these lateral flow tests, which um, that the kids are putting like lemon juice in to make them all positive so they can go home. Right. But, um, <laughs> but they're being given all these lateral flow tests but at the beginning they would have to go at the start of each week to a test center and queue up get your pcr test then get the result back go back to work or get the result back i'm positive i've got to have 10 days off work right so they went to this test center um in nottingham which is not far from me and basically the queue was round the block no. So they've turned, they've turned up, they've got the NHS app on, All right? Here we go. I'm booked in. Sod that. I've not got time to queue up for 45 minutes. Yeah. So they, so they left, right? And they both got pinged and they're both positive, right? Wow. They've not even had, they've not even had a test. Mm -hmm. Now these people are both double jabbed. They're not into any of this stuff. They just thought it was, that's weird, isn't it? And it's like, what do you mean? It's just weird, isn't it? You, you've signed in on your app. So they, they've registered you as being there. They've assigned two tests to you. You've not taken them. And then they've told you you're positive and you've now got to self-isolate for 10 days when you didn't have a test. That's not an accident. That doesn't just, and, and the more that was put out on social media, the, the more people going, oh, that happened to my uncle. Yeah, yeah, that happened to me. And it was all the time. And you had all these people testing positive that never even took a test, yeah. never even had one. Wow. You know, it's madness. Like my, my mate, Steve, he messaged me, his girlfriend had tested positive. So he'd been with her. So he had to isolate. He took a test. He was negative. Okay. And then he was ill. And then she wasn't ill, but she was then negative. Then he was positive. This is in a space of two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it's like, yeah. what is going on? What's right. going on? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a complicated freaking situation. And, and uh, you know, I, I've known people here that, that have tested positive and then they got sick, right? And they were like legit sick. For a certain amount of time, I've known people that have passed away uh, as a result of this, you know, uh, um, but I also know people that bounce back very quickly. I also know people that are asymptomatic that they test and they're asymptomatic and they're like, yeah, I have COVID, but I'm fine. You know, and uh, and I also know people that um, that have uh, 
tested positive and then tested negative and then tested positive. You know, it's been so it's just a mess. I just I, I really don't know what to say um, about a lot of it uh, as far as um, uh, what's his name? Curry Mullis goes. I just want to hit you with this little bit of information and look into it and tell me what you think and send it to me uh, like uh, afterwards or whatever. But it was a dude named. Uh, damn, I have his name here. I always forget it. John Lauritsen or whatever that in, uh, and I spoke to to your father about this. So if anybody wants to hear like in uh, almost a virtual debate, <laughs> this, the episode with David, I will be out soon, but um, uh, um, I, I, you know, John Lauritsen wrote this, uh, the, the, the quote that's attributed to Kerry Mullis in 1996. And he was, he was uh, writing it about HIV AIDS. And then they took the quote and attributed it to Kerry to, to Mullis. Now, I'm not saying there's no validity in, in, uh, in questioning the PCR test. I think it's fine to question, you know, and I think uh, there's grounds for it, right? And seeing what we have seen, experiencing what I've experienced right? and what you've experienced, right? Everybody has, I think, at some point. I think we, well, not everybody. There's a lot of people in the world that haven't even seen this thing, right? They did, like, no COVID has ever come to me at all. Here in New York, it was quite different. You know, there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on and people are still like a lot of my friends. I, I at least 20, 35 of my friends have come down with this thing. Direct, direct friends of mine that I know, you know, I, I have had this thing. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a very different situation over here. But I'm all I know is this is a big clusterfuck, like <laughs> totally like I just I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to say about certain things. I, I just don't know. It's a big cluster. And uh, ultimately, I don't want to be vaccinated. Uh, leave me alone. And like you said earlier, my body, my choice. Leave me the hell of freaking alone. You know, if you're yeah. vaccinated, you're fine. You're fine. Be vaccinated. Go ahead and get vaccinated. I'm happy for you. I'll clap. I'll throw roses on your way to the freaking vaccine center. I don't give a damn. Just leave me alone. You know, leave me alone. And that's not what's going on here. There's a bigger agenda, ultimately. And, and that's what ultimately concerns me. Um, I, I'm going to give you final thoughts on that, and then we're going to move on to a couple of other things, and then we're going to get out of here. Okay, sir? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the, the, I look at it as well in a way that, like, flu's disappeared. Flu's gone. Yeah, that's um, questionable, man. Neurovirus, right. Neuroviruses are gone. There's always one neurovirus in England. It goes around every year. There's always one. And, and people get ill, and people go, oh, man, I feel like shit today. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think my missus got one of those fucking neuroviruses off one of those kids at school. Like, my wife, when she was a teacher... She was always coming down with summer because the kids are always right. like, do you know what I mean? The kids, right? Um, and kids have to get ill when they're young. That's what builds their immune system. But obviously, then they make the adults adults ill at times as well. So Gemma was always like, you know. And then when my little one would go to nursery, in the end, I'd be like, she needs to go to nursery because it's great for her and it's great to build the immune system. But freaking hell, it does my head in because she's always bringing <laughs> summer back. Right. All, all of a sudden, those things disappear. So so now, instead of going, oh, man, I feel like shit, yeah, I've got some neurovirus or summer, I'll go get a test. And mm. then that test, oh, you're positive for COVID. And then it's like, oh, man, i got COVID. It's like, but did you get COVID, though? Or did you just have a neurovirus that went round? Or did you feel like shit? And the test told you you were positive. Well, I don't know. So no, you don't know. And that's, the, that's half the problem with this whole 45 cycle amplification nonsense on this test, that you actually don't know. But you're a stat now, so you're added to the stats, which then keeps everything closed and keeps everyone in a state of fear. Um, and, you know, it's a situation as well with the masks and all this sort of stuff. They've just done away with science. 
There's no studies that prove the effectiveness of masks. When you look at the UK, they introduced masks. As soon as they introduced masks, all the cases went through the roof and death started back again. Right. Well, well, okay. So maybe masks are bad news. <laughs> maybe they're bad news, you know. Um, but but there you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've not been ill. I've I'm kind of good for you, I'm, brother. You know, I just yeah. live my life and piss to the wind a bit, if I'm honest. <laughs> and um, but you know, I've been on these protests, and and I remember we there was one which was about half a million in London. It was incredible, and you had all these NHS virtue signalers that hit social media. One, she was she's saying she was crying. I don't think you were crying, love, at all. I think you just said you were. But she said, oh, she was weeping, looking at this footage of all these people. You know, they're like freedom-loving people fighting for freedom of for you as well, love, not just ourselves. <laughs> right, right. And um, and how she weeps and that in two weeks, you know. And I think it was almost two, I think it was like two weeks to the day, there was zero COVID deaths, <laughs> right, recorded. And everyone just retweeting her going, are you still weeping or are you all right? Because everyone's fine. And it's been how many, like three months since that protest and everyone's fine, no one's ill. And... So I stand by the point, and this might be something, whether you believe in it or not, that is actually that there's a psychological element of the strongest vaccine against COVID is to not believe in COVID. Mm. And it's got 100% effectiveness. And, you know, maybe that is in the sense that there is no COVID, or is it in a sense as well that I don't believe in this thing? I don't believe I'm going to get ill. I don't, you know, when I get a sniffle, it's fine. It's probably hay fever, whatever. And I don't have the fear. I'm not conditioned then to think, shit shit i've got i've got i've got something really bad wrong with me which is then yeah exactly and and you know people can create their own realities it happens in a sense where someone's told they've got six weeks to live because of cancer they die they do an autopsy they never had cancer all right right, what freak what killed them then you know um yeah yeah no no there's there's something to be said for that for sure man um i i never subscribed to this like I, i i i knew there there was a virus in my opinion brother you know, and um, but I, I was never like these masks are I, I was working at a paint store at the time, nothing but masks all over the place. And and the Asian community here in New York jumped on it like in January. They were I started just telling as soon as as soon as they would come in, the masks are right over there because I got tired of just they coming up to me and asking me for masks. They were they were like snatching them up and I had all the chance in the world to get them. And I never did because I was like, you know this isn't really going to protect me from anything, you know, a, a bottom line. So I, I did get sick. I got sick in April, you know, um, and um, I don't know. I never got tested for, for a COVID, but it, I had all the symptoms and I never get sick, but I was never afraid of it. I was never like, damn, I'm going to die now. You know, I, I was like, okay, I got this thing. I'm whatever. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll get over it. And I did. I got, I got over it. I was incredibly tired for weeks after that which is something I never felt before uh, with any type of flu or anything like that. I was like tired for about three or four weeks, just lethargic. It wasn't cool, um, but I got over it. So I was never afraid. I, I walked out consistently without a mask. You know, um, I, I continue to do that now. You know, sometimes I have to get into the supermarket. I have to wear a mask. Otherwise I can't eat. So I'll put it on and go into the supermarket and get them. I live in a city. I don't live in a farm. You know, I, literally it's the concrete jungle out here. There's but so many things I can do. But um, regardless, I, I used to get heckled by people because I wasn't wearing a mask. That's you don't see that so much anymore, uh, especially here in the Bronx. People are like just doing what they do. Um, there's a lot of people that have resistance to the narrative. They don't believe it. And these aren't people that listen to the Infinite Fringe or that listen to 
to, to you and what you do and all the podcasts you do or, or, or David or anything like that. These are regular people that are like, this is nonsense. You know, so in, in that um, manner, I think we've made some progress. I don't know how much, but there's some, some bleed over into what we consider the mainstream uh, that something is wrong. You know, and, and while we're still a minority, it's, it's a, a larger minority than what it was before. You oh, know, 100%. So, right, 100%. Right. I mean, the London marches jumped from 600 to 35,000 in wow. a month. Wow. Um, and now they're in the hundreds of thousands. And they'll just, get, they'll just get bigger and bigger. But um, I think what's happened is, and this is a question I've asked so many people, what makes you believe the television more than your own eyes? Yeah. Like, this, has been, this has been 18 months now. Mm-hmm. So, so you saw people in the street dying in China. Okay. Yes. Why did that not happen anywhere else? And then, and then when they brought out the new variant, all of a sudden we saw people in India dead in the street. And, and we had Indian people, Johan Tengra coming on, he came on right now and was like, this is nonsense. Right. It's like, this guy's in Mumbai. Like it's one of the most heavy populated places on the planet. And he's coming on saying it's nonsense. Yeah. And, but we were showed that footage, you know, and now the Indian variant is all over England. Well, sorry, Delta variant now, or Delta plus, like you get free leg room. But <laughs> it's, it's like, you that's all over the uk now yeah yeah yeah. okay well, i ain't seen anyone dead in the street is anyone else no and and i think that's what's happening that's what's people probably don't want to subscribe to a lot of the you know bill and melinda gates foundation stuff or any of that stuff but they are at a point where i don't know why but but i know i'm being lied to right I don't, you know i i don't know what the end goal is they don't know about the great reset and all this build back better nonsense but at the same time this doesn't make sense. It doesn't right, add up. Right. You know, right. I think, I think a lot of people are there and that's the common ground that we can find, you know, even with nine 11 truth, that, that's what I ended up saying. Like, I, I was like, I know what happened. I know, I know who did this. And then I'm like, Oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't know who did this, but I know I'm being lied to. And, and, and a lot more people resonated with that message rather than me telling them, look, look who did this. No, I told them I'm, we're being lied to about this event. And here's why I think we're being lied to about it. And I think a lot of people are using the same type of rationale for what's going on right now, because a lot of people just don't believe it. And it's just common sense. Either this isn't being explained properly or we're being lied to. And I side with we're being lied to for a reason. Anyway, yeah. Gareth, let me let, let me agree. move on a couple, unless you have something to say about that. Let me move on to a couple of things. You got, you got, no, no, I, I just think it's the, I think you've got like, you know, a 10%, which are like the branch Covidians, they just obsessed with COVID and they'll wear their mask till the day they die. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then because they can virtue signal and it's great. Right. And and it's almost like, you know, I live through COVID, like it's like World War Two. <laughs> and, and then you've probably got another 10% at the yeah. other end of the spectrum, which are like, this is bullshit. This is a great reset. This is about the World Economics yeah. Forum. They're going to bring in climate change lockdowns. This is all part of the same thing. And then you've got 80% in the middle, which I think now is basically this is bollocks. Like, right. I don't know why this is bollocks, but this is bollocks. But this is bollocks, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I get it. I get and it. I, I think- when I go to the store here, mate, honestly, like people don't give a shit anymore. No, no, no. People, I went to the store last night. There were six of us in the shop. Five of us didn't have a mask on. One old boy did have a mask on. He took one look at me and went, <sighs> just pulled it down. Just pulled it down over under his chin and shaking his head. No, yeah, you've had enough. Everyone's had enough. We've, yeah. You know, you've complied for 18 months. I think you've done enough compliance, mate. And now yeah. let's just carry on living, shall we? That's how people feel. That's how people feel out here in New York, too. I mean, people people are going nuts out here in the summer, bro. I mean, they're losing it. You know, they're doing everything they wanted to do. And and uh, it is what it is, man. I I, uh, 
I, I, we need to get back to some sense of normalcy. This is ridiculous, right? And, and, and I'm, I'm glad that a lot of people feel that way and that a lot of people are questioning the narrative. At the very least, we're all, um, we all have the right to do that, you know, and, and I'm glad people are exercising that right to question the narrative and push back and, and trying to live the way they want to live. You know, um, but exactly, I, I, exactly. It stopped being like people have got to the point where they're they're so frightened of dying that they're not allowing themselves to live. And it's like, well, if you're not going to live, you may as well be dead anyway. Like, yeah. what's the point? You're right. You're absolutely what's the point? Right. And at the same time, you know, if you think what you know, you've got either a deadly virus or something that's come out of a level four Wuhan lab, and you know, your mask with new jersey devils written on it is going to stop it you're a <laughs> freaking maniac <laughs> like it's new not going to do anything devil. it's not going to right. do anything right it's not going to do nothing it's it's uh, no it's not it's really not but and and, and uh, i, I got to get off of this topic but um, there's people that are, that are walking around right the other day i uh, for the july 4th i went to an amusement park here in the united states you know with, with here in uh, here in new york um with uh with the family you know and somebody was walking towards us like we didn't have any mask on, right? We, we were just walking and uh, somebody was walking towards us and they didn't have a mask on either, but we were going to be close to each other. And immediately they just like pull up their shirt. And I'm like, what is that going to do? What is that going to do? Like if I have COVID, your shirt's not going to protect you from it. If I have the flu, your shirt's not going to protect you from it. Like if I have the common cold, your, your shirt is not going to protect you from it. But this is this is the, I, I, I wanna say mental insanity that's going on right now because the, people are using anything to cover, oh, let me cover with my mouth. Let me cover with a, with a sock, with, with, with my scarf, you know, whatever. Like that shit's gonna work. It's not gonna work. It, it was never gonna work. This is ridiculous. And, and then they had to the think that they wear two or three or four masks. That's freaking insanity, oh. brother. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Biden wears two masks, but right. they have to be different colors. So right, everyone right. knows he's wearing two. He can't possibly wear two the same color. And, you know, uh, it's, so, it's just virtue signaling. Yeah, nonsense. yeah, yeah. Most of it is, you know, and and and, um, and uh, you know, uh, that's been going on for a long time. But this is the perfect uh, the perfect situation to show your colors and virtue signal. Right. It's, I live yeah. through covid and, and this is what you need to do. I have people in my family like that that I don't talk to. Uh, by their choice, not by mine. You know, they won't come to my house. They won't. And, and it's, it's, it's a split within my family. Like there's a, there's a, a section of my family that just has secluded themselves to their home and, and won't talk to any of us because we're not vaccinated. Uh, my wife is vaccinated, but nobody else is in my, in my household. I'm the only one that holds the views that I have, right? My mom and, uh, and my grandmother who refuses to get vaccinated, refuses to do it. She's like, I'm not doing it. I'm perfectly healthy and I'm not doing it now. She says, she's 90 years old, God bless her. And she's like, I'm not doing it. I'm just not, it's, this is not a thing for me. I don't want that thing in my body. There's a lot of my family that feel that way, but they're, they're not necessarily quote unquote conspiracy theorists or conspiracy analysts or into alternative news. They're not, they're just, they just see something and they're like, I'm not doing it. You know, but then there's the other side of my family that virtue signals all day long. And uh, and they're like, nope, we're not doing it. If you're not, they're all vaccinated, but they won't come see us because we're not vaccinated. So I'm like, all right, man, whatever you want to do. It is what it is, what it is. It's complete and total insanity. I want to talk to you about your new show, which is uh, still fairly new right now. You know that that, that you're doing. Um, uh, I think you're on set because it looks like you're on set um, uh, right now. Uh, in the, I'm in the next room. Yeah, right, this right. Was, this is a bit left over from the set. So we moved it. <laughs> That's dope. So, so well, how's it going? What, what, what's the premise of it? And how's it going? 
It's really good. It's it's basically we we were of the attitude that really the only thing that was different between the mainstream media and the alternative media, um, apart from the information, was that the mainstream media just looked better. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of looking at, apart from Infowars, th- there wasn't really a, a set, you know, of, of actually trying to present the alternative information in a professional way. It was kind of like there's obviously loads and loads of podcasts going around, and then right. and then you'd have you know, the, the odd show here and there that would try and make it like a new show, but it was, you know, it just wasn't quite the same. So we were like, well, it's almost that, that kind of Kurt Cobain lyric. It's like the kids will eat it up if you package it properly. It's like so much stuff is just visual and, and, you know, it's bizarre really because the set looks great and it looks professional. And I even wear normal, like dressy up clothes, which isn't me at all, (laughs) but just to make a point of being a bit more professional and being a bit kind of, you know, this is, I'm in news anchor mode, <laughs> Ron, Ron Burgundy or saying, but you actually see that when people come on the line, like um, they are like, oh, wow, because they yeah. see the set of six. It's a real deal, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Oh, all right. Mm. And so as a result of that, we've, I think we've got a lot more mainstream, bigger guests than we would have got, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like, because I'm, I, well, I did Gareth Fox Big Mouth for ages and I struggled for, for a long time. Like, can you want to come on my podcast? Yeah, I'm a bit busy at the minute. I'll go back to the same people now. Do you want to come on right now? Yep. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, but what's the difference? It's like, yeah. I'm the same, it's the same guy. Same guy and, it's, right. and it's going out on the same channel. Um, but it's that perception, that whole kind of perception thing that people have. So we've really, we've really upped the production. So I'm just waving goodbye to Hannah, who's just going home. Um, <laughs> Uh, we just, yeah, up the production value and just got people involved here that, because there's so many talented people that have the same views as us, Yeah, you know, and they, they, they have worked in the mainstream and just couldn't bear it, you know, that you have like a, a moral dilemma then, you know, I'm getting paid, but I freaking hate it. Yeah. Um, and I know a few of these people that I talk to on the sly that they sneak things into bulletins <laughs> as much as they think they can get away with. Right. You know, and they're so they're still there at the coalface in the mainstream trying to sneak little bits in here, little articles here, little bits that I can get through the cracks past the editor. But most have, have quit that are in that sign of mindset. And so we've been lucky enough to pick up a couple and and it's just increased the production value. And and so we're in a position to to have like so take tomorrow's like we film on a Thursday, goes out on a Friday. Um, so the guy that is basically the pioneer of reverse speech. So you know, there's that whole phenomenon that they talked about in the 80s where you played stuff backwards and you could hear sentences, you know, yeah, I got him. coming yeah. out of like heavy metal music, that kind of right. stuff. Well, he's sort of applied that to the COVID era and he's written a book about how you had all these people making these announcements, your Fauci's and witties and people like that. And he's applied reverse speech to like kind of techniques to them and, and playing their stuff backwards and what it's saying. So it's like completely over my head mate like i'm just <laughs> interested to talk about it right um but then at the other end of the spectrum we've got a funeral director who's been blowing the whistle here on the fact that that basically death numbers in 2020 were the same as any other year there was no autopsies which again that's another reason to, to ask some questions no autopsies allowed it would have been a great time to murder someone but um <laughs> but, but, but basically hey that time what, has passed by the way okay no if, if you're thinking yeah, of murdering yeah. somebody it's not the time right now okay you, you yeah. missed your boat go ahead, go ahead yeah the ship sailed yeah <laughs> but when um but when it got to the end of december beginning of january he's saying that vaccine 
bang, he was like off his feet with that. Right, right. And, and was basically, you know, talking, you know, saying to the, the people that were bringing them in, like, what the hell is going on? This is insane. Right. Um, and so he's coming on. So you've got completely, so, you know, to- totally different people that right. we're talking to. Um, there's some common law people coming on, which obviously is important at the minute with everything like mandated vaccines and stuff, you know, can you, you apply common law against this and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so we're doing that and, and it's, it's going great at the minute. You sound um, like you're enjoying it, bro. Yeah, I, I, I am. I am. I am really enjoying it. Actually, Good. I feel like, um, I've got a sense of purpose now. It's all um, whereas before I was kind of, you know, doing podcasts here and there still playing gigs which have all gone obviously because of all this nonsense and so now i just feel like you know maybe this is this is what i feel comfortable doing now you know instead of being someone on stage being the i am and all that nonsense it's actually more about no i'm the opposite of that now my job is to sit here and listen and present and bring lots of different views to the table where my view is irrelevant and bring lots of different views to the table because, you know, I've got people on the show that are talking about how we need to be using either Mectim against, against COVID and stuff like that. So it's not a case of right now is people that are all of the same views as me, because that would be a really shit show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's people with loads of different views that are right. completely different and, and from different parts of the world. Um, and it'd be great to get you on, actually, Billy, like well, just to come on and talk, and talk about what's happening in, in the US and stuff, you know, Um because we hear whenever you want, brother, it'd be an honor to be on. Yeah, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. And, you know, we've got people that have come that are on mainstream TV that are willing to talk to us. And like I said, they they never were before. Right, right, right. Um, So that's great. We get loads of different perspectives. Um, And then just, we're also a couple of lads that work for us. They're going out onto the streets and talking to members of the public and getting their views. And we're just trying to really build right now into something. Yeah. where it's a it's a, an actual alternative, you know, where people are actually going to cancel their TV license and say, "Forget the BBC, I'm going to watch this instead." Right. That's the goal. No, it's fantastic, man. I, I the set looks incredible. So if if that was your goal, you know, to set perception, it, you, you guys have achieved it. Um, I, I think it it looks great, and you're an excellent presenter. Uh, so it, it works. Thanks, you know, um, what what I would suggest to you. And maybe you're right, by the way, but what, what, this is my thing, right? I'm the worst, right? So I, when, when I was uh, working my corporate job, I made a point not to show up in a suit, right? Because I just was like, does this change me, right? And we had, we had arguments like around, um, around the corporate table. They were like, hey, why, are you, why do you come to work dressed the way you do? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not dressed sloppy. I'm just really clean. I look good, right? I look fine. I'm just not wearing a suit and tie, right? And they're like, well, why, why are you not doing that? I'm like, does this change my, my, what, what I do? Does this change the quality of my job? Are you going to hire someone else that's wearing a suit and tie and they do a shit job while I'm doing the best job for you and you don't like the way I'm, work, I, 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 I'm dressed, right? So I tried to change that perception. I failed miserably, of course, but, but I tried, you know. Um, I, draw, I draw the line at a tie, though, mate. I've never yeah, put right. a tie. Good, good, good. I you draw know, the line at that. <laughs> so that's, you know, um, go, go out there and be Gareth Ike, you know, and you are for the most part, right? But go out there, dress, dress the way you do. It's not going to change a damn thing. The set is dope, you know, and, and, uh, and, um, and what you do is dope. So congratulations, man. I, I was very happy to see that happen. You know, I was there during the, well, I wasn't there, but, you know, I was, 
involved during the building of it. Like I was looking at it, I was like, oh my God, like this is really coming together and it's going to be a real new show. And you're right, like after, but, but I mean, um, aside from uh, Alex Jones, we didn't have that. We didn't have that. Right. And, and, and we need a, a different voice than an Alex Jones because he's been, while his set looks incredible, he's been largely discredited here in the United States. You know, like nobody takes him seriously anymore. Even the majority of, uh, of um, not the majority, but a lot of people in the alternative media just don't take him seriously. They, they have something to say about him. You know, uh, so we need something. We need, we, we need something else. So I'm glad you're doing that. Um, uh, shouts to you. And also you're doing the walk with, and you do a, a, a podcast with this guy I know named Richard Willett. Um, <laughs> we, have, yeah, Richard. We, we, have, we have such right. a crack. Man. Right, 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 right. Uh, how's the walk working out? It's good. You just film season it's, two. It, yeah, it's basically done apart from the final episode. So the final episode was supposed to be climbing Snowden, Mount mm -hmm. Snowden, which is mm -hmm. the second highest mountain in the UK. And right. we turned up in the morning and it was just, you couldn't see above probably a two-story building because of fog. It was right up there. It was tipping it down with rain. And it was, yeah, no chance. So we, one, you couldn't film it because you wouldn't have seen anything. Uh, and also three three people had fallen off Snowden um, and Ooh. died um, at the turn of the year. And it was kind of, I'm quite conscious of that. Like, let's not be crazy. So, <laughs> so what we did is we're going to go back and film in September, Sounds but we're going to, we're going to call it the climb. And we're just going to have like a, like a documentary length wow. episode of it, which is just, just that. Yeah. But we, we had a really good time. Like we spoke to historians and um, history professors, and then we made some ice cream. Uh, this ice cream parlor and we went uh 500 feet underground at a slate yeah. mine and, and it was just like we just did stuff that was slightly different yeah and the idea again with with the alternative is to because the alternative is serious of course it is it's a case of there's no light entertainment there's no there's not a lot of humor in the alternative media and so it was like let's let's try especially after 18 months of shite um i've actually inject some humor into stuff so people right. will watch iconic for the news and they'll watch it for you know spiritual documentaries and paranormal series but they're also going to watch it for something that's going to make them laugh and Good. kind of try and almost forget about the fact that we live in a clown planet and that's just laughter is the best medicine in it well you know what what do you do in a clown planet you laugh best yeah. thing to do because we sometimes it's the only thing to do right you have to do it right so good good on you sir and good on everybody that you work with. Mr. Gareth Ike, ladies and gentlemen, right here on The Infinite Fringe. It's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. You hold on. You don't go anywhere. Tell everybody where they can find you real quick. Um, I'm on Twitter still, and I can't believe it, mate. Right? <laughs> I honestly, I, every tweet I send, I send it like it's my last. Because I'm just <laughs> expected to get deleted. Um, but yeah, just Gareth Ike on Twitter. But then I'm the same on, you know, Parler and Gab and Mines and yeah. Float, uh, right. which is cool. Um, otherwise just garethike.com um, or iconic.com, which is where all the series that I'm making and, and all the, all the, you know, the new show and the what if and the walk and stuff will all be there. That's released in um, August. I think about right. that. Yeah. August. Oh. Yeah. That's released. And then obviously we'll do the Snowden one-off special in September. Fantastic. Sounds great. Any gigs coming up? You're going to do them. You're going to start doing them again. Um, maybe. Maybe I got to the point where I was doing most of my work for the Arts Council, which is government. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't think I'm welcome anymore, to be honest, which is annoying because I was loving it because I was working with like, you know, disenfranchised kids and stuff, which is yeah. right up my street. Oh, beautiful. Um, 
trying to get them into the arts. Um, Cause as I always say, like if you're worrying about as a parent, if you're worrying about how you're going to feed your kid, you're probably not going to give them cello lessons. Right. So it's like, you know, giving stuff back to them. So hopefully I can start doing that again. That would but, be fantastic. Uh, man. I might it? be sort of persona non grata with the <laughs> arts council over the last year. <laughs> yeah. But well, um, you, you yeah. certainly made some waves. So I'm sure they, I sure, I'm sure they found out about it. Listen, it's the infinite fringe, everybody. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. You know what to do. Subscribe and spread wide. You know the deal. You can find it on Apple Podcast and anywhere else you can find fine podcast. Actually, that's not true. You can't find it on Spotify and you can't find it on Google, on Google Play. But you can find the Infinite Fringe live there, which is run by Aftermath.fm. It's a brand new podcast. It just started. So go over there and subscribe and you can hear me uh, three nights a week. Rant or have guests on and rant about that. It's fun. Uh, take it easy now. Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. And thank you for listening. All right, take it easy now. Bye-bye. Cheers, Giza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that. I'm putting that in. Hold on. <laughs>